Welcome in, and thanks for joining us for the latest edition of the Delaware Bible Cast, a podcast ministry from Delaware Bible Church. My name is Brad Harris, and I serve as pastor of administration and outreach here at Delaware Bible Church. And today, we're blessed to be able to be joined by a member of Chosen People Ministries, and that is Mr. David Trebek. David, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. David, as we begin, if you wouldn't mind, just share with us a little bit about yourself, about your family, and where you currently live. Uh, Okay. Um, My wife, Victoria, and me, we serve God in Israel, in Tel Aviv, with the love of God and, um, and truth of the Bible. We serve our people, people of Israel. Is that where you're originally from, is Israel? Uh, I born I I born in Latvia, mm-hmm. but uh, we come back to our homeland with with my family in uh, when I was a small child. So David, you were originally born uh, as a Jew, right? Yeah, I born in a Jewish family in mm-hmm. Latvia. Latvia is a small country in Eastern Europe that shares the border with Russia. And when I was a small child, we come back to our homeland. That it means to Israel. Mm-hmm. So, as a man who was born as a Jew, I know that you have an interesting testimony story. So, could you share that story with us about how you came to Christ? Yes, I I really believe that my family sto- story describes the faithfulness of God to the Jewish people. And God is faithful to the Jewish people not because of our faithfulness as a nation, but because of his faithfulness. Amen. And um, to share with you my uh, testimony, I need to take uh, you back in a time to the, to the days before Second World War. In that, in that time, most of the Jewish community were very religious. And um, walk to the synagogue was a daily event. And the rabbi... Uh, was the same image as Moses himself. There was a big influence of the rabbis on the Jewish community. And in that time, before Second World War, my grandfather was a young man. And um, as many young people, he was a skeptic one. And he, you know, Judaism is a beautiful religion uh, with many beautiful traditions, but there is some pressure of the rabbis on the people. And my grandfather didn't like it. And he was influenced by communist ideology that spread through Russia. And communist ideology pulled him away from the religion. Um, But, you know, God uh, moves in mysterious uh, ways. Mm -hmm. And through my grandfather, uh, salvation to our family came to be. And then in 1941, when the German soldiers were close to the borders of Latvia, Jewish people wanted to flee. But rabbis promised to the Jewish people that God will protect them. Rabbis tell to the Jewish people, you keep uh, God's commandments, and God watches over the people who keeps his commandments, and he will protect you. But we know that it is a lie, because according to the Bible, Jewish people need to go and live in their homeland, in Israel, not to stay in Europe. But my grandfather was not convinced because of his skeptical view on religion leadership of that time. And he flee, and he don't sit still. And um, 
And after the war, war, when he returned to Latvia, he found out that all the family was murdered by Nazis. And he, and, and he remembered all the promises of the rabbis, and for him it was the last uh, confirmation of the lies of the religion. And he started to learn for uh, communist um, ideology, and after he finished his uh, studies with honors, he started to work, work for communist explanation alignment, for communist uh, propaganda. And just for you to know that in this time, if to have Bible in your home was uh, considered as a felony wow. under the communist regime. But there was some rare copies of the Bible in the offices of KGB, secret police, in order to read the Bible and provide explanation against the Bible. And my grandfather, because of his job, be able to get his hands on these rare copies and even take one of these copies to his to our home. And I really believe that the moment that Bible entered our home, the power of God started to move in our family. And my father in that time, he was a 16 years old boy, and he found his Bible and started to be interested what is written in the Bible. And very fast he, he found himself falling in love in the wisdom of the Bible and full of love picture of Jesus. But of course he had a lot of questions and he wanted some guidance and he wanted to find other people who believed in God. And he visited synagogue in Latvia. But in this time under the communist regime, under the communist pressure, synagogue was just as a community center, no, no prayers, no Bible studies. Then he decided to widen his, um, his searches and he visited church, but church wasn't the same, same position and same as it was mostly as a museum, as a community center. And for 16 years, he was only one who he knew who believes in God. Wow. Of course, as a, uh, we found as a retrospect that there was an underground church, but he di he could not find it as a child of um, of active communist. And only in the end of the 80s, before Soviet Union fall, first um, missionaries from United States started to come to Latvia and share the gospel and plant in new churches. And my father connected one of these groups and. Uh, and um, then my mom come to faith and my grandmother, she, she's a Holocaust survivor and she was a far away of um, concept, concept of religion. And she came to the church out of curiosity, but um, she came to faith wow, yeah, during this Lord. meeting. And I didn't remember my grandfather come to faith, but... Uh, he was surprised by great great heart of the Christians and also by the, their high moral standards. And he decided not to object our family faith. Wow. Well, praise the Lord for his work in your family's life. Amen. And that was definitely a work of God there. Appreciate you sharing that. Can you share with us a little bit about your work with Chosen People Ministries and how long you've been serving there? A chosen, uh, chosen People Ministry is the oldest Jewish messianic um, movement. 
um, for 128 years we share the love of God and truth of the gospel with the Jewish people all over the world. Of course, uh, um, Israel it is um, is on the top of our priority. But as mm-hmm. we know, Jewish people live live everywhere. And we try to be everywhere. Whereas the Jewish community, last year we opened a chosen people um, Japan mm-hmm. small office, yeah, and um, I I involved in ministry from uh, 2009, but as a full um, full staff mm-hmm. in chosen ministry, I am for last four years. Okay, could you describe for us an average day uh, in your work at Chosen People Ministries? What do you normally do each day? Yeah, we have a, you know, we live in special time. Today, mm-hmm. Jewish people are more open for the gospel than never before in 2,000 years. Why do it, you think that is? I, I, I really believe that it is fulfillment of the prophecies. Mm-hmm. We can read in Isaiah 36 that at the end times, God will bring Jewish people back to the land of Israel. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, he will give them a new new heart mm-hmm. and fill them with his spirit. And it is exact, I believe it is exactly the timing that we are living in wow. right now. And you know, there always were Jewish people who, who believe in Jesus. But throughout the history, there was a small minority. And today, we see that more and more Jewish people receive... Um, Yeshua, we say Yeshua, Jesus mm-hmm. in their heart. And um, we have a different activities. Mostly in Tel Aviv, we serve, with, uh, we serve to the young adults, to the people after their military service, because um, in Israel, both boys and girls have to serve in the military. And uh, for some of them, it is a time, challenging period in their life. Mm-hmm. And after the military, they want to enjoy some of them want to enjoy big city life and they move to Tel Aviv and our center is located in Tel Aviv and um, for these young people we have many activities as a music nights as a worship nights as a Kabbalah Shabbat meeting it is um, as a as a guided tours across the country but also we don't forget the Holocaust survivors. We have uh, some Holocaust survivors mm-hmm. in, 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 in our region. And these people suffer so much in their lives. And uh, as I mentioned, my grandma is a Holocaust. She is a Holocaust survivor. This ministry is very near to my heart. And these people, Holocaust survivors, they are so lonely. And they, and they, can, and they know they can find the opening ear from the team in our center and many of them come and it is amazing to see that just a simple conversation makes a difference and put a smile on their faces. Wow. So did you serve in the Israeli military? Yeah, I have served for eight years for in Israeli military. What did you uh, what did you do in the military? I served in the border police. Okay. I, yeah. Very cool. So over the last few years, um, COVID has been a major difficulty for many of the folks that we've had on that have shared, but as well um, regarding, I know that as you talked with some of the folks uh, around here, you have talked about the uh, war going on in Ukraine and some of those mm-hmm. difficulties. Can you share with us 
just the major trials that you have faced in your ministry over the last few years and how you've seen God work in those. Yeah, I will share firstly about the COVID and then let's um, mm-hmm. speak a little shortly about the situation in Ukraine yes. because my, my parents they served God uh, in uh, Russia for oh, a few wow. years. I can speak Russian too and uh, the situation there is really challenging or difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, about COVID, in, in Tel Aviv area when I serve, um, there is the north part of Tel Aviv that consists with the middle, uh, how say it, middle, um, not rich population, but stable population mm-hmm. of the people. And the downtown is mostly young people who move to Tel Aviv to enjoy big city life. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, we start with, um, st- uh, with the out- outbreak of COVID-19. Um, this population uh, just move their work to the home. Most of them are involved in iTech and sure. uh, they, they could work from their homes uh, with any problems. But in the south part of uh, Tel Aviv, it is mostly poor demographic. Mm-hmm. And their situation started to be even worse with the outbreak of COVID-19 because many businesses were closed. And these people, they are usually they work with their hands. Mm-hmm. And, 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 the situa- and these needy families and the uh, migrant workers, they um, just, uh, a situation in this part of the city get worse, so bad. And we decided to open a soup kitchen to, to feed these people. And um, I say to every week we feed uh, hundreds of uh, of hot meals, wow, provide ha- hundreds of hot meals for these people and uh, uh, second hand uh, clothes. And because we are the um, congregation of believers, as a community of Jewish people who believe in Yeshua Jesus, we we we. We feel a responsibility to the city that we are located in, and um, through the soup kitchen, we share the love of God mm-hmm. to these people. But of course, we separate according to the Israeli law. We need to separate our help to these people with the sharing the gospel. We first mm-hmm. feed them. We share the hot meals to the these people, we share the love of God to these people. And some of people who want to hear the gospel, they can stay after. They don't, they don't must do it, but they, many of them won't mm-hmm. because they, they need more than just uh, hot, hot uh, uh, dinner or lunch. They need hope. Mm-hmm. And in, in, in the gospel, they can find hope. Amen. Yeah. Appreciate that. Um, with that, has COVID now kind of subsided as we're here in March talking? Uh, is, has it something that's mostly over in Israel, or is it still a pretty big deal there? Yeah, our government canceled all the restrictions, and okay. now situation is much better. Mm-hmm. And about your question about Ukraine, my 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 wife just returned yesterday wow. from the um, Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. and she was involved to the ministry to refugees from Ukraine. As a Jewish ministry, we first opened our center in uh, Poland mm-hmm. for the refugees uh, from Ukraine. And you know, it is amazing because um, it is very, a situation very bad and it is so so hard what, what happened there in Ukraine. But God used even this situation to fulfill his promises, to fulfill Bible prophecies. 
in Ukraine we have a Jewish population of 200,000 Jewish people. And nowadays, because of the world, many of them, they come to Israel. And you know, biggest Jewish messianic uh, congregation was in Kiev. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And um, first we opened our center for the Jewish refugees, so that we can receive them and then send them to the Israel. But uh, there was such big de- need, and we just opened it for everyone. And they needed their hands, and they needed the people uh, to 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 go to move it forward. Mm-hmm. And my wife came with um, more nine uh, Israelis who speaks Russian, who speak Russian and Ukrainian, and they was involved in the ministry to help these people that flee from this terrible war. You know, I served in military for eight years. But when my wife shared with me stories that he heard, mm-hmm. I just I just cry. Wow. So, yeah. What opportunities that you all have there? What incredible opportunities as you're sharing the love of Christ there with the people that are, are coming in and from Ukraine. Could you share with us your connection here with Delaware Bible Church? Yeah. You know, when we sh- when we serve in Israel, it, it feels like you are on the f- front line mm-hmm. and you need a lot of patience in Jewish ministry. And uh, we are so grateful to Deliver Bible Church for your support, for your prayers over us, for your love to Israel and to Messianic believers community and your understanding of importance of uh, sharing the good uh, news that we have in in uh, in. Um, in, in Jesus, in Yeshua, sharing it with the Jewish people. You know, um, it is so sad for me because God used Jewish people to write the Holy Scriptures, to write the Bible. Jesus was born Jewish. All the apostles were Jewish and they suffered greatly to bring the gospel to the entire world. And today, most of the Jewish people, they don't know the truth about Jesus. And I believe that it is our responsibility to bring the gospel back to the Holy Land. And we are so grateful to deliver Bible Church for your support, for your prayers and your financial support to our ministry in Israel. It means for us a lot. We, we thank you. And you, you, you know, I, we are all of us, we are blessed in Jesus the Messiah. But God also promised to Abraham that he will bless those who bless him and his descendants hmm. in Genesis 12. And I really pray that God will bless Deliver Bible Church with this special Abrahamic blessing. Wonderful. Well, you appreciate that, and we're thankful to partner with you. I'm interested in one thing that you shared there. You shared that you have to be very patient in the work that you're doing. Why is that? What is it about Jewish culture or about what you're teaching where you see there's a need for a lot of patience? Yeah, first of all, we can see from the scriptures that there is a blindness mm-hmm. uh, on the eyes of Jewish people. For for example, in next month we will celebrate Passover. And every part of Jewish Jewish traditional Passover points us on Jesus the Messiah. And Jewish people, many of them, they don't recognize it. And you know, another point, some my Christian friends said, what about the Jewish Bible that they are reading? They read the same Bible, but they still don't see the foreshadow in Jesus the Messiah. And also let's remember that there is a very hard history between people who call themselves Christians with the Jewish people. Before Holocaust, millions of Jewish people were killed by crusaders who call themselves uh, Christians. And mm-hmm. for 
maybe for us as a Christians, okay, it was in the history. For Jewish people, it's part of their family, part of their family history. Wow, Wonder, wonderful stuff, David. I appreciate you sharing all this. And I would just ask then, what advice, what advice or resources would you share with someone who is listening and who is interested in reaching out to Jewish people there know they know or learning more about how they can share the gospel with Jewish people. Exactly. If uh, about the books, I really can suggest Isaiah fifty three that was written by Mitch Glazer. Mm-hmm. Through this book, you can understand Jewish mindset and how to share the gospel with a Jewish person. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, you can visit our website of Chosen People Ministries, and we have a lot of materials. Uh, that uh, can um, show you uh, how to share the gospel mm-hmm. to the Jewish people. And please do it. Please do it. Please. Absolutely. If you have uh, Jewish friends, be patient, pray for them, and share with them the truth of the. And you know, other point, uh, sometimes Jewish people started to be jealous when you share with them that you believe in Jesus, you love Jesus and because of your love to Jesus, you you love Jewish people or you mm. support state of Israel. Many times it, it makes them jealous and opens their hearts to hear more about your faith. Wow, wonderful! And those are some great resources. I would encourage you to check out the Isaiah fifty three book by who is it by one more time? Mitch Grazer. Mitch Grazer. And then Chosen People Ministries, their website there. Okay, David, let's let's have a little fun here and just talk about David for a couple minutes here. Outside of your work with Chosen People Ministries, what are some hobbies? What are things that you enjoy doing for fun? I love sport, but I also use it for the sharing the gospel. Oh, that's I, uh, good. <laughs> yeah. I make running. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, we just uh, did a half marathon with mm-hmm. my wife in Tel Aviv. And we just we ran for what, 21 kilometers mm-hmm. and we pray. And um, and also I like uh, Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. I, we do it all of, not all my family, but me and my children. And I also use it to share the gospel. We have uh, mostly who who train Taekwondo is the young people. Mm-hmm. And they come and I train with them and I share my faith with them. That's neat to see how you're taking all these opportunities and you're sharing the gospel through them. Do you have a favorite Bible verse or a life verse? Yeah, my favorite Bible verse is John 3.16. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember myself when I grew up in Messianic family, in family of Jewish people who, believes in, who believe in Jesus. But Jesus, but you know, you need a personal experience with Jesus. And in age 17, I just opened my Bible and I read, read from the John 3.16. And, and I just read this verse, read this verse, and I feel, felt, Feel the love of God, and I believe from this moment, a faith in Jesus started to be my personal faith, not only my family faith, my parents' faith, my personal faith. Wonderful. Last question for today's podcast: How can those listening be praying for Chosen People Ministries and for you and your family as you serve? Yeah, let's please let's please pray for us in Israel for our ministry in Israel. Let's pray for the salvation of the Jewish people, that the blindness of that is on their God, uh, that God can take this blind blindness that they have on their eyes, and also 
as first of all for the salvation of the Jewish people, mm-hmm. please pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And when you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, pray for both Jewish people and Arabs who live in Jerusalem. And you know, uh, in the Bible it's written, pray for Psalm 122, verse 6, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and then may they prosper who loves you. As you know, at the time that we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, at the same time God bless blesses us and also there is a challenging uh, with anti-semitism mm-hmm. in the united states too and uh, it is um it ra- ro- rise up mm-hmm. yeah and we need to pray for the safety of the jewish community we will be praying for those things david and we will be praying for you and your family as you continue to serve again we thank you for joining us today And we thank those who have been listening in. We hope that you have a wonderful week, and we will look forward to sharing with you again next week. Thank you. Thank you.